What is going on? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, here with my co-host. KG in the hizzy. He's in the hizzy today. I'm in the hizzy today. Wicka, wicka, what? <laughs> Jeez. Um, so today we got a really fun episode uh, that everyone is going to love. And it's it's simple, but it's also very complex. So we're going to go over the really obvious things. And then we're going to go over some of the things that you know you might not have thought of. Um, so this episode is going to be called An Easy Way to Lose Fat Explained. So we noticed this trends really well on YouTube. So if you clicked it, obviously you want to know uh, the easy way to lose fat. And Obviously, you know, we're not into clickbait per se, but losing weight is easy if you do nail down the simple thing, and that is to be in a deficit. So that's what it comes down to. At the end of the day, it won't be easy if you're not able to achieve this deficit, but the easiest thing and the easiest way to understand a deficit is there's two ways to do this. Now, if you're thinking this is kind of basic, I don't know if I want to listen to this, stay with me. Um, You know, we're going to get into some of the nuances as well as some different, you know, thought exercises to have success with this. So the two ways to do it are to actually um, decrease, uh, decrease your intake or increase your output. So on the surface, those are the two easiest things. So intake, we won't spend as much time on because we want to spend more time on output today. But in terms of intake is what you're consuming. So how much food you are actually eating. Now, where this is kind of a misnomer, if you think about it, is you actually want to eat more to lose weight. Now, Kyle's saying, what is this guy saying? And what I mean by that is an easy way to actually increase your intake is to, or sorry, to decrease your intake is to decrease your actual caloric intake, right? We're not talking about volume here. So if you were to eat, if I said, listen, and this is why I think people love plant-based. If I said, eat as many plants as you want in a day, Kyle, that's all. He's going to end up losing a lot of weight relative oh, yeah. to what he normally does because he's normally having, you know, pastas, rices, whole grains, you know, beefs, porks, things like that um, per the volume of the food are actually going to be a lot more dense in calories than things like vegetables. So if you want to be in a deficit, yes, the easiest thing is slash calories, um, but a lot of people kind of need to reframe everything to eat more vegetables, to eat more protein because these foods are going to have increased satiety. So there's actually two different ways to look at that. And a lot of people just look at it as cut calories. But if you're cutting calories, like let's say I'm eating 3350 right now, which I am, and I want to start a heavy diet, you know, I cut myself to 25 really quick and I go okay so for today I have enough budget um, for my one medium pizza that I eat each day I'm going to be starving just eating that one basic thing each day whereas with 2500 you know I could eat five really good portioned out um, you know 500 calorie meal preps um, full of you know leafy greens uh, lean meats and a small source of carbs and that's going to actually have me feeling more satisfied and full but allow me to actually reach my energy um, levels that I'm allowed of that 2500 have success have the satisfaction from the vegetables um, the protein have more micronutrients in my system and have me feeling better so that's the easiest way to kind of control your input your intake here so that's just the number one but we want to focus more on the output today because i think this is what a lot of people neglect too many people get caught up on calories and as important as it is um there's more factors to that so you want to kind of jump into the output yeah so i just want to add on also a lot of the times you know the biggest thing is people will say hey i'm in a calorie deficit i'm uh you know eating this much i'm burning this much and i'm not losing weight it's been a month it's been a week it's been this and that and i you know the truthful answer is like i hate to be that guy to say it but you're not in a calorie deficit mm. and there's nothing more like uh, annoying than like trying to help someone out but then just them not being able to actually accurately track or do the things that they need to do because the realistic answer is that calorie deficit is literally everything like it's been proven by science just make sure you're in a deficit make sure you're tracking properly a lot of, a lot of times people don't 
properly log the sauces or you know they're just way over calories and they're and once again jumping into this next point they're just not moving nearly as much as they should like i've got some clients who are getting like three to four thousand steps a day i'm like we just really have to move more um so obviously there's so many different ways to do that and the number one that we do the most and we do at least five to six days a week is just crush the gym so Josh and myself do a lot of strength training. We really don't do a whole lot of cardio. I mean, I think he's been going on a lot more walks and I have been doing the same. Um, but yeah, we just crush the gym day in and day out. We lift weights. We do heavy compounds. We burn a lot of calories there. Yeah, so easiest thing you can do, you know, especially if you're someone who's looking to lose weight, is increase your volume and frequency. But obviously, once again, this is a double-edged sword. And this is why I say it's easy, but it's also not easy. Um, and once again, you know, something I say to a lot of people who are interested in our online coaching is the reason we go a step beyond most people's online coaching. Because if Kyle signs up with coaching with me and he goes, hey, I want to lose weight and look big. And I want to just make quick money. I say, no problem. I cut his calories down ridiculously to where it's not safe. I give him a ton of volume. And if he can't cope, I say, it's your fault. You're not following the regimen. You know, you're not motivated enough. But at the end of the day, this is not healthy at all. It's just going to lose way too much weight, way too fast. Yes, he'll look good pretty quick, um, but he's not going to feel great. It's not going to be consistent. It's not going to be something he can replicate. And it's just going to be dangerous. So you have to do this intelligently. As you drive down calories, you know, you have to utilize other tools like manipulating fats and carbs um, to the person's benefit, you know, to regulate hormones, to regulate energy, to increase protein, to, you know, maintain muscularity, improve satiety, all these things. That's why you have to be really, really focused. And it really is an art, you know, having coached over probably well over 400 people now. I'm actually very curious. One day we'll tile it up. Um, you know, obviously people come. I like to teach them and then I like to send some on their way. Some want that continuous guidance. Some want to be incredible, want to be top tier athletes and they want to stay. That's completely fine no matter what your goal. But the one thing I've learned is everyone is so different. Like I can't just give a simple thing and say follow these instructions and you'll be successful. You know, I've had people where we've dieted them down and we've had no success cutting their calories, increasing their calories. They've lost more weight or, you know, increasing calories, increasing volume or decreasing volume decreasing calories like you really have to play with the person play with their lifestyle understand you know not just the quantitative factors which are numericals you need to look at energy levels you know like is this person starving all through the week do they have no energy is their workout intensity going down and that's when you have to play with these things so being going to the gym is key but you do have to look at this very critically and everyone can withstand different levels of volume you know going to the gym seven days a week might work for someone who has an insane resistance um, to volume and just super high energy levels and consumes a lot of food but someone else going to the gym four times might be more than they can handle it might leave them you know actually less productive than going three times so there's something you really need to analyze from the top level and you know if it's super super confusing or even if you just want to do better um, that is why we recommend online coaching uh, we don't have anything available right now in terms of spots but keep listening because uh, we have a really really um, special thing planned for the end of November here I'm um, kind of pushing into the new year so definitely you know keep listening or feel free to shoot us an email um, contact at class fitness if you'd like to learn about that early so that's the gym um, but once again the easiest thing you can do is increase that volume um, do that slowly you know play maybe do more meaningful volume so if you're someone who goes to the gym and you know, is on their phone, they're not pushing it hard, that's going to restrict your ability to lose fat. Whereas if you're going to the gym and you're killing deadlifts, you got music, you're feeling pumps, you're really making your time meaningful, you know, you're taking adequate rest times, you're not resting four minutes when you should be resting a minute, um, you know, for light hypertrophy, etc. you're going to have more results. Yeah. And uh, on to the next one, um, walking more. So let's get real. A lot of us, we just hate 
you know, rest days and stuff. And one of the things that we've always believed in is doing like a nice active rest day. Uh, and I do really enjoy walking because it just clears your mind. You know, you, it, there's nothing more motivating than checking your Apple watch after and seeing, Oh wow, I just burned a hundred calories for listening to an audiobook or just listening to nature or whatever. And you know, a lot of times when it comes to steps, I'm upwards of like 15,000 each day, but, um, people who have desk jobs and who just aren't moving much or going on walks and stuff, they're like literally so low in steps. And, you know, Know, to be realistic, you can get a lot of extra calories burned just from walking further from the car or walking upstairs or just going on a 15-minute lunch break walk. So we highly recommend doing that. Yeah, walking is such a secret weapon. And I know a lot of people think, oh, whatever, walking. But at the end of the day, you know, society is pretty much eliminated. Well, at least in Western America, you know, where we're at North America here, um, it's just completely removed the need for it, right? Um, you know, I drive everywhere. I get a close parking spot. I walk two feet. You know, I sit on my computer, whatever, drive where I need to be next, boom, 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 right? You don't necessarily need to walk unless you're living in a city or doing a city groove. Um, so if you're someone who doesn't walk a ton, you know, getting that tracker and regulating your steps can be a really good mechanism, you know, saying, hey, I'm going to move this much each day. Because if you're only moving 2,000 steps a day versus 20,000 steps a day, I have a friend who's a mailman. And, you know, he actually, even though he's smaller than me and, you know, he doesn't, he's lighter than me, he eats more food than me because he's about doubly as active as I am. So obviously that's going to change factors, right? And that's why he needs more food um, to maintain even a lower level of muscularity currently, right? So it is something to consider and you can regulate that by just, you know, if you're someone who's only moving two or 3,000 steps, um, you know, you're going to not eat as much as if you move 20. So just keep that in mind, try to regulate that. And honestly, think of walking as more than just a physical exercise, you know, something that will help, you know, kind of get you moving, uh, get everything going through the body, but also think of it as a mental exercise. So you can listen to an audiobook, really have a great time to think, to be in nature. Um, I even learned, which I thought was super cool, that the Japanese, um, obviously with all this team trees stuff going on, I'm sure everyone saw on YouTube, I was watching a bunch of videos on trees and they were saying how um, uh, the Japanese actually have a word for in Japan for tree bathing. So actually being out in the trees, like in just, you know, nature and it being relaxing and feeling good, like just like you'd have a bath to actually, you know, be there and just be in the stillness and the quietness. And it can be a great time for thinking a lot of the world's um, smartest minds, you know, spend a lot of time just walking with no music, nothing. So it could be a good exercise for both the body and the mind. I love it. All right. Next is forcing activity. I was talking to you about this before. Yeah. Josh just kind of brought it to my attention. I, I think it's, I think it's genius. I think he was saying that, you know, if you force yourself to join a league or like a team or even like a men's league, soccer, hockey, whatever it is to actually get yourself out there to burn calories that, you know, it's huge and everyone can benefit from it. And even Kyle, like I really, I think this guy's a beauty shout out to Mike. He's a client who's a big dude. You know, he owns a tire shop. Green, uh, green car tires in Toronto. We'll give him a shout out. Cause this is the third time we've shouted him out. Yeah, in like he's a month, me some extra tires. <laughs> he is a beauty. And he goes to the gym with Kyle and then he does salsa. And he knows he's got a big like salsa dancing. That's a big day of moving, right? Like he's being active. He's killing it. He's going out there and getting it. And if you're someone who sits a lot, you have a desk job, this and that, you know, join a recreational league or make some time to go out and do something active like that. Like, you know, force yourself to play some hockey, some volleyball, go golfing, like things like that. And by having these appointments, it kind of forces that movement. Whereas if you're at home, it's like, oh, I could go for a walk or I could just chill. Most people end up chilling. So if you're someone who chills more than you'd like to, you know, you can do things like that or you could try and take the longer way where you're going to walk more, park farther away, take more stairs. Um, this is something we said a lot, but we say it because we mean it. Uh, so that's forcing activity. And then that kind of goes into our next one, which is prevent extended sitting. So, you know, don't try to sit. If you're sitting your whole day, you know, really make that time to go for a walk, to stretch it out, to stay active and really get those extra calories kind of put in there. You know, even the Apple Watch has a feature every hour to try and move. 
for two to three minutes of the hour to earn um, a stand goal, you know, even just getting up, being aware of that. And, you know, um, we just kind of want to go over this quickly because if you continue with these push pulls of these two areas, um, manipulate them, playing with them, you will lose fat loss. And obviously these are things you constantly need to change and manipulate as you get lower in a deficit and it gets harder and harder. But at the start, this is really what it comes down to. And this is the easy way to lose fat. Yeah, definitely agree. And I just want to do a quick disclaimer. I know a gentleman who goes to the gym three to four days a week. He does the force activity, does like soccer on Tuesdays and volleyball on Thursdays or something like that. But the unfortunate thing is he's lost very little weight. Um, you know, he was telling me the story uh, quite a, a while ago and has done literally nothing to his body uh, aside from just burn some calories, which is obviously great without creating that deficit and manipulating the food you need to remember you know all these tools are great but we got to go back to that first simple step and just make sure that if you're doing all these you're also monitoring you're using my fitness pal you're tracking you know you're burning or sorry eating a little bit less but i will say for me personally i don't know about you josh but i would always rather be able to eat more food but do more activity so sometimes people want to do little activity and just eat a little bit of food but i'd always like take you know just like 2800 calories over 23 but then just do a lot of exercise and a lot of movement because the exercise is also amazing for you. Um, so just eating more and also moving more, but still being in a deficit. Yeah. And to add on to that, I've actually changed my stance a lot with this. You know, I was so hyper obsessed with eating as much food as I physically could while maintaining, maintaining my body composition my whole life. You know, I'm like, Oh, if I eat 4,500 calories, that'd be awesome. I want to get stuff, 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 you know, but lately I've kind of changed away from that. And I think for 99% of people in life, if you can focus on more movement, less food, um, you'll end up being a really great looking person. If you want to maximize muscularity, you really do need to max, um, maximize intake um, but that is so rare like at the end of the day your goal should be to eat to where you feel healthy satisfied and um, even to Kyle's point he's not saying an extreme measure like you're at what no, okay like, like 28 right now like that's yeah, a very not, reasonable not, amount of food but like yeah. some people Kyle's weight will be like I want to eat 4200 calories and I don't want to move and like you know at the end of the day I think always being stuffed and always needing to eat and always thinking about my next meal it's just such a mental burden to lately I've kind of enjoyed almost eating less like my whole life I've always eaten well over 4000 but I'm at 3350 and I've never been happier you know like to me that is such a good amount of food and like Kyle said you know I think the more active I can be I can need my maintenance. I'm going to have a great physique. I'm going to be able to maintain my muscularity. I'm going to look incredible. And that's where I've been happy. And like to Kyle's point, you know, don't just say, oh, whatever, you know, like I'm, I'm just not going to move at all and hardly eat and I'll be fine because that's also not healthy at all. You know, you see a lot of people that are really skinny. They eat nothing. They don't work out. Um, and it's just not going to be healthy. You know, even I was saying to one client how important food is and actually eating enough food um, kind of on the flip side. You know, if you're someone who's very skinny, like you'll notice girls that are very malnourished or men that are very malnourished have very greenish hueish looking skin um it's not a very good look and that's just from the malnutrition of the body and when you actually kind of get that going and improving you can see the pigmentation actually improving in the skin energy libido all these factors are things you need to monitor and be aware of so once again this is a huge push pull between intake and output um, but that's why we really recommend coaching um, especially to learn the principles to be successful on your own and to really understand this at a deeper level and I know some people probably thought oh this was going to be kind of basic and it is basic but it's also very complex so this is something that you know I'm constantly studying and trying to master with fitness and personally in my own life and it's just a really cool factor that we wanted to pop this episode on so if you really enjoyed it make sure you smash thumbs up by leaving a review because you can actually smash thumbs up and uh, we haven't gotten many reviews. Uh, me and Kyle actually, you know, he started crying on the car ride here. And I said, always, 
they're going to leave a review. I don't, they don't want to see him crying, right? Yeah, please just leave a review. It's uh, you know what? The reason we want these he isn't just screams. because it makes us like feel better and like it's boosting our ego, but truthfully, the reviews actually help this content get out to more people. So if instead of like, let's say a thousand people listening to this, we get like 5,000 just from you leaving that review, then that'd be fantastic. You know, the more reviews, the more clout, I guess you could say it gets, <laughs> the more that uh, people will see it just on their recommended and on their uh, Apple, you know, whatever it is, Spotify, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. We want to continue to be a dominant voice in the fitness podcast, especially because, you know, we're science-based as well as application-based. Uh, so we want to get this info out to more people. And the way you can help us by doing that is also sharing it. A lot of people share it to their Instagram stories. Every time someone does that, you know, it honestly makes our day like just sharing the episode you're listening to, even this episode, putting on the story because that gives the availability for so many more people to see it to be exposed to the great information and to, you know to grow it because we started doing this and you know viewership was slow but we kept at it and we've continuously at it even though it's growing now and it can always grow better and faster so reviews really do help the algorithm you can't leave a review on spotify unfortunately um, but if you have an itunes account like even if you get any apps or anything you can just go to the podcast section and drop a review there if you search our podcast um, you just scroll down you know poke around you'll find it it's not too hard and you know even just a quick couple words i know it'll only take 20 seconds you don't need to write a novel or anything which we'll means so much and it will you know it'll do a lot to help us out especially if you enjoy this free content so thank you much so much for listening we'll see you in the next one peace